This episode is brought to you by Red Originals. We've teamed up to bring you some of the best quality outdoor accessories available. They offer everything from dry bags to high-performance outdoor clothing, but specifically, and definitely my favorite, are their dry robes and changing robes. The Red Original Pro Change Evo has been designed to protect wearers from wind, rain, and pesky onlookers trying to catch a sneak peek of your naughty bits. I mean, I know they're only human, but that shit ain't free. Anyway, jump on the link in my Instagram bio to go check out their awesome range. With the 2022 IBC World Tour in full swing, it seemed only fitting to grab Dion Mumbles Mayer for a chat. With heaps of insight into the World Tour and a little bit about the man himself, this episode was super fun to record. Dion Mayer. AKA Mumbles. Welcome to Slab Bodybuilding Podcast. It's so cool to have you on. How are you doing? Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. It's, uh, it's great to be here. I'm pretty pumped to uh, get chatting and, uh, you know, just talk bodybuilding, something that we all love and something that, uh, you know, it's just it's just growing and getting, just moving forward. And I think that's, that's, that's a big thing. And, uh, yeah, I'm pumped and thank you for the invitation. Thank you for your time, you know daddy number two he just told me you got another kid so congrats on that <laughs> sure did yeah brand new brand new little son today at 3 30 so pretty big day for me but all good everyone's healthy we're home already and stoked uh, to get another grom so all good but uh let's drop straight into to bodyboarding ibc world tour 2022 we've had arika kike and antivagasto all wrapped up what are your overall thoughts so far this year yeah, man. Look, dude. Like, as a you know, I I work with the IBC. I work for them. I'm one of the members. You know, I'm a promoter in the in the whole game. I'm one of the commentators in this whole game. And you know, I I I I get to see what goes behind the scenes. I I get to see what everybody else doesn't get to see. I I get to see the tireless working from Glenn and Arturo, the selfless sacrifice that we all make. You know, we all got families and we've got jobs, we've got businesses, we've got things to do. And, you know, it's a, we all take up a lot of time and we go to these events and it's a shit ton of work. And I swear, why not this way? 100%, bro. I, I, you know, just say shit, but so it's a shit ton of work. And you know what? It's, it's been sick. Arika, you know, it's got the old recipe. Come COVID and a whole switch around from the ABB to the IBC and all the head banging that happened there. And now to be here finally to put on a show under the whole IBC umbrella, it's amazing. And, and I'm sure you know, change. Everybody's like, oh, the IBC is this, the streaming is shit, and blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's just, but it's developing. It's, it's, it's we're the new kids on the block, but you got the right people driving this thing. For the first time, yeah. and, and and no disrespect to anybody. I mean, Alex, he did. He also took something from nothing and built and built something that was there. And yeah, unfortunately, things just fell flat there. But you know, you've got a very younger generation of guys that share the same visions, share the same mission and goals for the ultimate outcome of bodyboarding, and that is to put on a world tour, recognizable, supported world tour in the near future and you know which we try we're trying yes we there's been some gremlins and some stuff ups through these events and that's just life but we're learning and we're developing and we're improving on every single step like eureka man those guys pissing and moaning about 10 points they should go 
pay the money, go there and go watch and sit and stand on that cliff and watch Mars take off on those mind-boggling left-handers. And Tristan Roberts going absolutely donkey nuts on those right-handers, which is on the most shallowest sections, the biggest sections. And, you know, because remember, the screen is that big. You see what the, what we see. Uh, exactly. We obviously know what the, what, you know, so it, it's, it's you know, you're always going to get these guys, but it's a different ball game out there. And you've got like the best judge, head judge out of all of them, which is Chikagoritana, which is yeah. he, like a general, man. He controls yeah. that box like no one does. And it's amazing to have these dudes sharing this goal and moving, you know, and just trying to improve, improve, improve. It's a quachara, man. Juliana, like I shared a room with him in, in, in um, Arika for two weeks. The, the, like that guy just works nonstop. Yeah. Be at the event, then he'll work on Itakachara. Like nonstop. And look at this whole thing that he's developed. It's now like extreme sports, skating and down your mountain biking and blah, blah, blah. It just goes on like that. So, like, these guys are really putting in a lot of effort and emphasis on bodyboarding. But, man, Arika, I love that place. It's a weird place. <laughs> it's only got. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird place, man. Like, you know, you got you got floppers and you know, and the casino, which is uh, one of Maxime Castillo's uh, other other skills. He's a very good uh, blackjack player. It's super fun. Is he? But, yeah, super good blackjack player. <laughs> little little, yeah, little bastard. No, I love him. <laughs> he's the one guy that impressed. Man, like he just came in guns blazing at Arika and that that, yeah. that, that heat against PLC. I mean, the heat before that, quiet, slow waves, nothing. Like, I was like struggling to find shit to talk about. And all of a sudden, this next heat is bombarded by 10 to 12 foot waves. You know, that heat, like, uh, people should go and rewatch that heat. It's just mental the amount of waves that came through for that heat specifically. And, yeah. and he, had, he, he just stuck to his game plan. He went on the big last ARSs, but he did ARS on the one section, which is almost like way past the keyhole. Super commitment, you know. I just really love going out to Eureka. It's far. It's far from South Africa. It's 48 hours from when I leave my house before I get there. And I got like, short layovers. And yeah. There's COVID and everything. It's a lot of airlines, like, buckling and routes changing. So you fly to, like, Cape Town, Doha, which is, like, 9 or 10 hours, and then 15 hours to Sao Paulo. And then Sao Paulo over the Andes to Santiago. And Santiago, you cruise up to... Uh, the the armpit which is called Eureka. So yeah. uh, but what a what a place man what a wave. Yeah flop oh, I... to wave. The dream to get to get out let me there tell you this little the, the, this is how committed the boys at the IBC is so we had troubles with the uh wave cost. Pancho's been doing it for a very long time and things just fell flat there. I think after day two yeah clean and then decided now we need to can this with the Indus. Through the guys in that that afternoon, through the team in from Andrew Augusta, guys paying for this out of their pockets, dude. Not not coming like, here's money, let's get them here on a flight. Those guys got there like some ridiculous hour, worked straight through the night. The next morning, we live again. Yeah. Sure, the replays and all the things we went loaded because we didn't have graphics, didn't have time. But that's the type of commitment that these guys have to put on a successful show. Yeah. Yes. Would people be so committed and drop money on the, the couple of thousand US to get these guys and the equipment from Antifa Gossip? Yeah. To, to Rica. You know, so it's just 
testament to what these boys are trying to do. And, you know, just uh, it's a thankless job. But anyways, Puerto Rico, man. Wow, what a place. Then a yeah. He gets sick. <laughs> so many ways. So many ways. Different place. It's almost like you're in the beach, beachfront in Miami, you know, like yeah. beautiful promenade, you walk, and so many ways. There's grass, and then you have this dunes next to you, and, you know, just such a vibe. Different place. Better coffee, better food, like just a whole different type of chili, you know? And um, yeah. that, that event itself, like, yeah, Tristan Rovers 10 pointer. Ponte Dos doesn't work on, well on the low tide for the right hand. He got that thing, that bomb, that's as big as Ponte Dos handles. He got that absolute smoker in literally like messy mid tide, low tide, and then comes out of it and, and pockets that 10. Yeah, because you don't get those. Even the locals are like, shit, this doesn't happen. And balls for someone dropping in on something that dry. Yeah. So again, just you know, <laughs> people just probably uh, don't understand the dynamics of each wave, which is one of the things we want to educate as we as we move along. So, uh, but that was that was really good. I actually actually um, I don't think it was a Tuesday of the event. I was like, yeah, I think the finals is going to be Tristan and Lionel Medina. Lionel Medina was unstoppable. Like every heat he served, every wave he took was. You'll get back on the first section, backflip that first section, and then race, and then race to the last one, almost like mechanically. Because the reason why I said that was back home, Tristan has some wave that's very similar, and Lionel Medina as well, very similar. And um, I think that that played to the advantage a little bit. But Tristan had that speed wall where we almost got, got almost got knocked out, and then um, managed to. Uh, Always way, his way out to the top. Am I talking too much? Definitely not. 100%. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm like, oh, so much. Um, so much insight, too. Um, from a consumer point of view, like webcast, even, even the biggest production companies in the world have streaming problems and challenges. Like, who, like, who cares, literally? But I've been so stoked with the quality of the events and the quality of the, the production that, that's come out this year, like absolutely world-class. Um, the ability to sit and watch bodyboarding on TV or web TV, which is where, to be honest, most people watch uh, consume their content nowadays anyway. Hardly anyone watches terrestrial TV. So uh, yeah, the ability to, to watch live bodyboarding and live bodyboarding competition it's just been a, a godsend and I've, I've super enjoyed it and been really impressed with the product. So that's coming from someone that lives in the UK and has followed bodyboarding my, my whole life, basically, since I was 10 years old. And this has got to be up there with probably one of the best season starts that I've, that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, um, so congratulations and, and well done from, and the feedback around the UK bodyboarding scene at least here in Wales, is exactly the same. Everyone's super stoked on it. But uh, one major thing, that Eureka final, Amory, what was it like in the commentating booth and in and around that area to, just to watch that unfold? Right, it was... I, can t I saw get goosebumps just now <laughs> thinking of it. Like, it was really... It was electric. It was electric. It was 
I actually don't have words for that. Like myself and Bigger was calling that heat. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, we were just high-fiving. We were trying to really keep it together for just <laughs> high-fiving and going nuts there because not because of a Maori or because of Tristan, because of the level of riding that's unfolding mm-hmm. and the chips all coming together for the final. Yeah. I mean, there's some of the best ways. Even Mike Stewart did a comparison later on saying that it's quite, I think, one of the highest scoring combined heat totals ever in bodyboarding history. He did yeah. a post on that. Um, like, Mars's lowest score was a 7.75 seven out of the mm-hmm. six ways he took. Yeah. Tristan, you know, he, he rolled the dice. And if you go watch that heat, this is funny, I actually watched it the other day because I was. It was like 4 a.m. and my kid couldn't sleep. So he was playing with the toys. And this just I just wanted to watch it again. And like right at the beginning of the heat, I said, you're going to see Tristan going all out on the right-handers, later on moving to the left. And Amari is just going to have the have the left to himself and just have an absolute pick of the litter. Those are my words. And you can check it out. And then sure as shit that all happens because you kind of become, you kind of take these mental notes when you're watching these guys from a commentary point of view, you kind of still, you, you, you still take notes the whole time and you kind of like, like watch what they're doing. Through the entire event, Tristan will attack the rights and then he'll improve his scores on the left. Mm-hmm. He left that for the last five minutes, I think, and Mars, Mars just had the pick of the litter. Like, he, he just literally was like, well, but if Tristan landed the Erebus and an invert, we would have had like another PLC Tanner repeat where you're going to have like 20 and 19.8 or 19.9. Yeah. You know, he got that nine point something for that uh, left hander. Yeah. Had to, if he changed, if he changed his, uh, his, uh, his strategy, his strategy a little bit and stuck on Mars and maybe had to share of some of those left handers, we could have maybe seen a different result. Or yeah. um, a bit more a closer heat, a bit closer heat, yeah. But um, this is a, a, a Maui masterclass. It was just that to me was the epiphany of bodyboarding right there. That was the highest ever. You know, not taking anything away from the the, the PLC Tanner heat where Tanner got the two every verses, but you're seeing this type of deep barrel running, calculated surfing, massive inverts, mm. and just. You don't, you know, it's shallow. It's it's, it's anorica. That's the point. That's the thing. It's everything. It's moody. It's dark. It's like it's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy to be there. It was nuts. The when that heat, but the end of the heat went. The judges went absolutely nuts. We couldn't even hear each other speak as we're trying to just like do a recap because they were going absolutely insane. They keep it together. <laughs> And then afterwards, it's just like the scaffolding tower was going like this. The beach was going absolutely nuts. Um, you know, like a bodyboarding one that day. And, the, you know, those two put on the show. It's, dude, it was insane. And for any bodyboarders that ever want to, you know, witness, you know, to watch these guys surf at that level, at that type of way, yeah. like front on. Yes. My man, last year's front on was also stupid. Did you know in the final front on, PLC dislocated his shoulder? Yeah. I he's trying to get the shoulder back in, and then Tristan takes him on that wave, and he uses his priority, and he burns, he burns a Tristan on that wave, from trying to put his shoulder back into, into the pocket. 
Did, he was doing. A, was it an air uh, air forward that he dislocated his shoulder on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, th- I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah, just just the absolutely wild. Um, what, in your opinion, is something that the IBC could do a little bit differently to make the tour better? Is there anything that they could tweak to improve it? In from well, your point of view, hmm. or you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the product and the thing that the people see is the webcast. Okay. Yeah. Make no mistake, that, that's it. You turning on the TV and you watching the webcast. Ways are not in our control in any way. 100%. Yeah. All right. You, but if you put on a good production, the rest is forgiven. Look at Ikika, for example. We had the, the WSL streaming team there. They eventually went up to, and same, same story. Second day, I think, of, of Antofagasta, they're like, you guys just aren't, aren't smoking the pipe yet. Those guys just finished the WSL Ukiki event. Boys, we need you. On a flight, boom, same story again. And you had the Felipe and his team there from, you know, and, and that production in, in Ukiki was super good. Mm-hmm. Super good. And those guys, you know, I think after the second day, they really got it down. The, you know, the ads, the replays, the slow mos. You know, every now and then, you know, we get a bit lost in the drone footage, cruising around all this action in the water. But uh, that's 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 minor. But at the end of the day, you know, the only thing you can try and do is is get that consistency on mm-hmm. on the webcast. Mm-hmm. We don't have the WSL budgets, never. You know, we we we're sitting with three languages. I had to unfortunately cancel my Brazil trip like three days before I had to leave mm-hmm. because. I'm promoting Tandy Invitational and the Walker Bay Pro. Mm-hmm. And uh, some government guy had canceled, canceled, canceled. And then I had a meeting with him the Friday before I had to go. And then I canceled again. Mm-hmm. And I have, to have, I have to have this meeting with them at the beach because it's all about the environmental stuff. And, you know, lots of forms and a lot of licenses. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of admin that goes into it. So unfortunately, I had to cancel. That makes makes the job a little bit hard for bigger and and for um uh, fabio Aquino, you know mm-hmm. I, I think fabio coming in for the first time you know, he's doing a he's, he's 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 50 years old man he's been competing he was part of the, he was on the board of, of the gob mm. so that's that's yeah. that's how how entrenched in bodybuilding that guy is and the history and everything he knows of that and this is he lives and breathes bodybuilding mm-hmm. i just can't think of a better, you know, we do miss Manny, well, you know, Manny's like, you know, Manny's a stoke dealer, and, but he's focusing on his new business and, and you know, can't, uh, can't blame him for that. And he's doing really well. But uh, yeah, just, uh, it, it's all, it's kind of all in, in the webcast. Yeah. The event, yes, you know, obviously I'm just, you know, we're just saying high level, yeah, the, like the end package is what you see, but, yeah. You know, the, the events itself, Ikike, Antofagasta, Arika, everything works. You know, the Wahine is coming up, and that's all women event. Yeah, yeah. Chara, man, man, that place is a business. So mm-hmm. sick. And it, it works. Everything there works. And they've got big investments and, you know, lot riding on making these events a big success. The event itself mm-hmm. is perfect. You know, this, uh, this other shit where people are. Uh, no, we was um, the infirm dudes, or you know, Brian is getting fined 
and uh, you know Tanner and PLC got fined because they left they left yeah. um, for the prize giving. So imagine you as a promoter, you got an empty podium, you got three out of your, you don't have the event winner there, you don't have third place there, and all your investors, all your dignitaries standing there. And, um, where are the where where are these guys? Yeah. You know, so it needs to be seen from that point of view, and I think it's part of the the requirements that um, I, I stand to be corrected when I say that I haven't read that thing all the way through. I'm probably going to get scolded out for that, but you know, it's just, but it's just good practice for you as a professional athlete. You would, we all want to go home. We all got families and friends and girlfriends to go to, but. You know, just as an example, and I'm not talking bad about Tanner and Peter. You know, I love them to death. They're epic human beings. And, um, you know, Peter's been to South Africa a few times now. Wherever we go, we'll make a point of hanging out with it. But, but okay, that's besides the point. But with this little thing of, you know, these little articles, just poking, 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 it's just maybe just do some research before you jump on those things. It's all like clickbait and then. Just scroll through the comments. You kind of just laugh, like, "Oh, bodybuilding is this. The IBC is this." People kind of just get just get the facts. But that's just how we are as humans. You know, yeah, so. I, I get anyway. it. I mean, at the end of the day, the promoters are trying to promote a, a product, an end product, and if they if that's falling apart, and the riders are to, in a way to blame. There's got to be some sort of recourse for for the promoters to to ensure that they think twice before doing it again. Yeah, so unfortunately, that's just you know part of the game. It's just business. Example, it's just business, and it's just you know, yeah. Anyways, whatever. It's just, it is what it is. But it's just one of those things. As a promoter myself, I would be pretty bummed if 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 the guys leave before the end of the. Because the price giving. The price giving, you know. Yeah, of course. It's kind of Absolutely. The most important thing, and you know, all the money you put into the after party and the bands and the artists and stuff like that. But alas, I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's just one of those little things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting to hear your take on it, and interesting to hear the other side of the story that, like, the guys are expected to stay, and their not contractual obligation, but their obligation is to help to promote the, the event. Um, to and it only makes everything better if they do stay and do help promote the event because that those podi that podium content forms part of the the entire package like that that final no, sure. wrap up just puts a little bow on it and if you don't have that it's kind of missing a piece and and, and that's super frustrating do you well, think that backflips are hurting well, hurting the product if you look at Ikike specifically I think every second maneuver was was some variation of a of a backflip because riders kind of know that it's almost a shoe in to to bolster their score or to improve a score. What are your thoughts on it? And the number of backflips is specifically in the Akike event. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen so many backflips getting thrown down <laughs> in one, one event ever. No. But it's testament to the level of riding. You mm -hmm. know, you can the roles weren't a play. Yeah, there were there were heaps of rolls. There were huge, well, back, it was just, it was a back, it was a flip fest. All right. <laughs> Whether on the left and the right. But that's that type of wave. 
Yeah. That's that type of wave and that's that type of section that you get. You get that first section is a is a it's pretty technical because it breaks really fast. You come up with a lot of speed out the barrel or down the face, hit that section. You got enough time to do a landing, turn around, and then gun for that second section yeah. that last bit there. So it's kind of about just linking that up and a roll versus a roll in that same section versus a backflip, well executed backflip on the same section is not going right. to score you the same, same. Yeah. as as that, you know. And although it got a little bit because it was a lot of competition. I mean, geez, we started broadcasting on Sunday and then up until Saturday, nonstop. We actually started. We did like it was nonstop from the Wednesday at Eureka the Saturday and following Saturday in mm -hmm. Iquique. I had to miss the final because I had to rush to the airport to get my flights for meetings that I had two days later in South Africa for Walker Bay. Yeah. That's why I had to leave there. But it was just like I'm literally in the airport like oh, watching this thing fall down. But yeah, a lot of backflips too. Like, yeah, it was a lot of backflips. It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, so to be fair, is I actually composed that question or thought it was thinking about that question before I'd watched back the highlights reel from Ito uh, Kochira. And Ito Kochira is all about huge roles, as far as I can see from the first, first day of competition. Um, much, yeah. much bigger role. So I, I don't know if I'm off the mark there, but I just, I, just watching that. And there were, I'm on quite a few social groups on WhatsApp, and there were, there was quite a lot of comments about the number of backflips and fair enough. It is, it is, it is that specific wave. I just would have loved to see maybe a little bit more variation. That That's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's competition surfing. And yeah. I guess each rider will surf to his own individual power and is um, what he's comfortable to or her. And Guys feel that they can pull a flip off every every other section. Well, then they're gonna do it. But you'll mm -hmm. see Ita Quachara. How's that? Uh, how's that little this, um, frame grab section from Tristan's oh, inverse? Tristan, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Dude needs a parachute. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, it's it's it, it's wild. It's, it's that's like the full on. That is, that's like a high performance beachy man. Like yeah. it's it's so heavy. It's got a lot of water moving. Um, you know, it's it's got serious rippling of pompos where that photo was taken, which is kind of to the right, to the right in the middle mm -hmm. peaks. And Friday is going to be nothing short of deathly big. Yeah. And even Dudu Pedro is like, fuck, <laughs> this is either going to be, this is going to be, this is going to be interesting. So as soon as this, I mean, tomorrow it's going to run. It's probably going to run and finish over the weekend yeah. uh, because it is going to be absolutely mental. And dude, you got to watch it. It's going to be nuts. Like, like, definitely. I've got I'm such off. FOMO, man. Like, I've got I'm, such FOMO for not being there. I, I'm now off work for two weeks. So I have a lot of time to sit and watch bodyboarding. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, now, oh. you know, yeah, it's going to be a good show. So yeah, backflips. You, you're not going to see the backflips now because that landing is way too heavy it's and when you see a back backflip getting landed you're going to see a big score and you'll yeah. probably see tristan pulling off a couple of big backies and campbell as well because they're very used to that type of wave here in south africa yeah so uh 
and 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 I reckon, yeah, I'm gonna say every verses will be probably from the man on man. Like the later rounds, guys are gonna be dropping some big Gary verses, just because yeah. of that oncoming section and the type of wave is. But it's gonna be very big, yeah. so whew, it's gonna. I think it might like rival that Mexico year. I think 2012 yeah. in uh, in 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 the IBA days. What was it called? Yeah, yeah, IBA. The yeah. Mexico trip. It's going to be big. I think the first, do you recall the first Itaquachara when that, um, I think it was Zhao Ziku, one of the guys, maybe not Zhao, he's his he's incredible waterman, where one of the kids almost drowned. It was at, it was like literally 15 foot beach breaks. Jesus. Um, yeah, it was, dude, and that's going to be, it's going to be, you're looking at anything over eight foot Itaquachara is, is, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, we're in for a show. We're in for like another high ass performance bodybuilding section. Sweet. Then, I'm super excited. Go, uh, what's next? Wahine's the chicks. Wahine is up. Yeah. All these and then it's South Africa. Yeah, absolutely. Got, um, yeah. Before we jump onto that, because I want to talk about the walk away in a second. Mm. But um, two questions for you. After three events, are we starting to see maybe a top three competitors that we would kind of peg for? For the for the run to the final, Tana is into Quachara, is he? Yes, he is into Quachara. So um, he'll be him and Tristan are going. They're going to go all out against one another. Look, dude, they mates. They live together. They cruise together. Um, Tristan goes golfing with him now, so they're not staying together. But you know, every night those are hanging out. Every day yeah. they're cruising together. You know, so they're super tight crew. There's literally him. Campbell and then Dubby and Robbie with him and Robbie that's not joined the mix and good on him. Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of him. And he kind of just slotted within that little rat pack very nicely. You know, they 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 very reserved. So I think um shit. I think after I think after after Itacochara, we're probably gonna see one or two Brazilians moving a little bit higher. Yeah. Um and then, but I think the ultimate, I'm just gonna, I think the ultimate will be Tanner Tristan, if Tanner continues with the tour. So Tanner, yeah, yeah if he continues with the tour, like Maldives or South Africa, mm -hmm. and then it's front on. So, he, so he's he's gonna keep him keep a keen eye out on what happens, because he he really wants a bull tile. Yeah. He hasn't, he doesn't have one yet. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it would be fantastic for the two young guys to go a little bit toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with the um, world, world, the world title challenge. Who's number three in the rankings? So it's Alan Munez. So Tristan, ah, Tanner. The pride so of Tristan, Yeah, Tristan, Tanner, Alan. Then it's Pierre. Then uh, Manuel Cepeda. Mm -hmm. Then Maxime Castillo, who I think Maxime's going to do really well at Itacochera. He's also yeah, he come from a beach beach break yeah. background um he absolutely smashes those air reverse especially going left mm. um so that then you've got ian amory yuri and lionel medina are the top 10 so i mean any yeah, so one campbell of those will, guys campbell will definitely will definitely go up in rankings after this yeah so you'll probably end up being first or fourth um i don't know if, if uh, manuel coloso is there i uh, don't know if he's in in Itacoatjara, Mars is, he's only surfing selective events, so I, I won't put him in title contention. Mm -hmm. 
just because he's he's, he's not because he's, he's so busy with his um, school, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but he, well, he's academy. Yes. And I think uh, yeah. So Fronton will be he's probably he'll probably do he probably go to Central and Fronton. Um, but yeah, I think I think Ian will go up. I think it might end up being very close with Campbell, Tristan, Tanner. I'm. I don't even. I don't think Ale Munoz is even there. You know, so you only need four results. Um, Tristan's got what a first, second, and a third, and then he's coming to his hometown, and then he's got front on. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably all 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 aligns that Tristan will be world champ. But I think the one guy that can now really pose a big threat that will be Tanner McDonald. Tanner, yeah, yeah, sweet. They they're very on a similar level. Come the technical riding, mm-hmm. it um, it's a pity we didn't get to see them go head to head in any one of these uh, big events this year. Yeah, yeah, but, and it may be different. It may have been different if if Tanner didn't get sick at uh, Ikike. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So valid point, very valid point. And he was in the semis already, I think. Yeah, he no, was. Quarters, yeah. Was quarters. Yeah, and Lionel skipped skipped the quarters and went right into semis. So yeah. no, it was the other way around. It was the semis. No, I think it was Sam. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, anyway. whatever. So, whatever. So, yeah, it, I think I really think Tanner would have taken him if he was because Lionel became too predictable. Yeah. And um, I think on the way the waves were during that heat, Tanner would have probably, I'm just going out on Lemia, chucking some air versus out those right hand balls and mm-hmm. going for some left. So, you know, unfortunate for Tanner, eh? Yeah, really sucks. Dude, dude was sick, man. Even a few days yeah. before that, like, I'm not feeling well. He's sitting his teeth and just, you know, making it, making it, making it. And then for him not to get out of bed was, was yeah. pretty next level. Because wow. he was staying with, with me and, and yeah, it was, yeah, bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer. Anyway, it's what it is. Probably, probably uh, Tristan and Tanner will, will be the one guy that can put us a big threat. To, yeah. You know, Pierre... Never count him out. I would never ever. ever count <laughs> or, or, or Amory, he could if he could turn up at front on. I mean, sounds good, man. Even the women's, dude. The women's is looking pretty solid as well. Yeah. So you've got um, a new faces coming out, and that's 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 lovely to see, especially in Chile and in Portugal. Yeah. It's a uh, it's really good to see that, and you know, I really, really freaking love it. Yeah. Really so good. you've got um, Sari O'Hara is the uh, took a Kike and uh, Neymara took uh, Antofagasta. IBC website hasn't updated on the rankings for the women. I, I can't seem to. It's only shown one event. Yeah, it's only shown one event. May I'll have a chat to Kevin if that's the case. But yeah, we should. Um, man, he must have. He must have. He's he's on top of things, man. Yeah. That guy is doing such a good job on that website. Yeah. Trying to do everything in between the events. So it's one of those. One of those behind the scenes guys that uh, yeah. no one knows about but that just keeps everything going on that on that website so yeah he's a he's a Cur- also just just a passion the guy's doing it for the love and the passion yeah curve and i actually have a have weird history so we're dating been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's my kind of dude um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no we both grew up in durban well i don't know if he grew up in durban. i think he grew up in toti but yeah we're both from durban and um, my sister used to own a nightclub in Durban, a um, 
alternate nightclub called Burn Nightclub was an absolute bodyboarder, skater, um, mecca. It was alternate music and hip-hop music on a Wednesday night. We'd have 2,000 oh, people there. Wow. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Curvin was the working for Blunt magazine back in, in the day. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was actually working on the door. I was a, a bouncer at the nightclub. And um, he used to turn up with about 25 people on the guest list, the 25 people and try to get them all in on the guest list and trying to bring his whole entourage and stuff like that. And we used to have serious uh, words about the number of people that he could get in on the, on the guest <laughs> list. So, yeah, we have a kind of a weird... The toady massive. <laughs> yeah, a weird kind of relationship where I don't even think that he remembers me, but I definitely remember him because I had the list every every Wednesday night would be checking in and obviously he was from blunt magazine um i couldn't give away that i was an actual like a fan and a bodyboarder because i was security yeah. and had to had to maintain yeah. a uh you had to be an ibc judge for that one exactly that yeah and, and not a fan <laughs> yeah kind of weird but that's a long long time ago a long um, time. It's, it's amazing how we've all uh kind of come full circle you know serving the sport in, in our own unique ways you with your podcast and all the cool shit you do there and him working behind the scenes on the webs and you know i'm talking shit and you know and and one of the promoters <laughs> yeah so it's like it's pretty rad and like it's just yeah it's just pretty rad that we all just still we know we're not able to be on that level but we, we we're contributing in different ways and still like loving it and still doing it for the stoke of it and you know not the money because there's you know yeah money is <laughs> not a big thing in bodyboarding never has been but and um i think that's the one thing that ibc wants to change we want to take this product that we've done now for this last year or maybe two years and then try and really sell it to a corporate to a, a, a just just someone that can give us a if we get fifty thousand US, we buying our own streaming equipment. Then every event will have its own streaming team. We'll mm. work on media. We'll make sure you know that's that's where the first spending will go to whenever we get something of you know a, an investor at that stage, just to improve mm -hmm. the product that we give. And that's kind of how the guys are looking at it, and that's pretty damn awesome. So that's sick, really cool. Mm. Do we think that Pipeline will ever be back on the tour? Well, dude, you know, I'm going to give you my personal opinion. And I never thought I would see Mike Stewart back at competitive bodyboarding and IBC after some, you know, after the, the whole transition. And there he was at yeah. Tarika. There he was in Iquique and hanging out with us and chatting and thanking for the work we're doing and, you know, like I, I, I do think he, he sees it and he understands it differently now to what it was having, you know, that you know, changes some people accept it and some people, you know, fight against it. Eventually, our change worked. You, you, you kind of accept it and you move on and, you know, mm -hmm. you become part of the party. And I, 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 I would say, yeah, I would say maybe not like next year, maybe the year after. I think, um, I think it will take a little bit of work to continue with Mike. And, um, you know, because say what you want, it's Mike Stewart, man. Like it's, it's, there will never be another one that has the history that Mike has and has done what he's done. And when it comes to Pipeline, he's one of the handful of guys that 
it's an absolute master out there and not mm-hmm. just in and in and water but out the water and the influence he has to be able to put up an event and this APB book jam thing yeah I've still haven't seen I've seen some of the highlights or some of those things and you know it's like it was just a the guys got together and they got some good ways and stuff like that but I think I think he realizes now what's going on and I think um I, yeah I definitely think we'll we'll see pipe again uh, this is definitely not the last of it. You know, Mike is also showing keen interest in coming here to South Africa mm-hmm. to Walker Bay, you know, and that's also in its, in its own right, super humbly. You know, yeah. so it means we're doing something right. Yeah. Oh, that's super, yeah. I'm super stoked yeah. about that. Pipeline, it's not, it's not over. It's not over. Oh. It, it, it kind of, it needs to be on the cards just because of what, what Pipeline is. For sure, the history behind pipe, and you know, as a ground brewery, we always two places I wanted to go to, and just the proving ground of bodyboarding was pipeline, and then came to Antar. You know, mm-hmm. pipeline was any bodyboarder or surfer that wants to show his salt is worth worth his weight in salt. You have to go to pipe, mm-hmm. and that was the nineties, the two thousands. You know the, and that, jeez, man, that could, yeah, and then things changed. The world changed. But now mm-hmm. I reckon, yeah, pipe pipe will be back and pipe needs to be back. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. Imagine, yeah. geez, imagine, geez, yeah. Now I can just see a pipe doing what it does and all the guys out there, you know, doing the thing. Live stream bodyboarding at pipe. Can you imagine? I mean, that that's that's what you need. Yep. Anyway, the Walker Bay. Obviously, you are elbows and knees deep in in uh, getting that off the ground, <laughs> losing your fingernails. <laughs> Bull deep. Bull deep. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm just trying my utmost to get this going. And we've, we're making good progress. Just got a, a few lemons down the road from, uh, you know, just not getting as much funding from local government, stuff like that is what we hope for and talked about and all that. But it's, it's okay. Um, you know, we're just trying, trying to make it happen. And you know, we, permits are in, and everything is happening. You know, it's it's. I've got a great team that's now helping me. Um, you know, so they focus on extreme sporting events. So that's a lot of pressure off my back. You know, I can now try and you know hustle sponsors and get money together because I'm you know the grand dollar thing is just what makes it so hard. You know, the yeah. prize money is in dollars. The, some of the fees of the guys that are coming abroad that are, you know, the minimum requirements I need to, you know, have a judge and then a few people from abroad and that's flights and dollar payments. You know, like yeah. overheads are pretty big. Luckily, entry fees, it's also another thing that's been tricky. You know, South Africa ran versus the US dollar where you pay $200 to enter an event like a week or whatever the case is. And, um, you know, you make if you make that money back if you get into the top thirty-two easily. But you know, it's just yeah, just like just hard financially to get to that point. But we still got some time. But it, but look, it's happening. It's going to be an onerous. It's going to be great. It's going to be the first time ever that there's an event, the world official world to event, full scale event in South Africa, and it's just about time. You know. Yeah. And just, I just got sick of people. Oh, wish we were to do it. 
<laughs> nobody, nobody's got the balls to put their money where their mouths are and take the bull by the horn and literally, okay, well, I'm going to jump into this. And I just thought, you know, it, I'm probably the better person to try and align it because I know how it works behind the scenes mm-hmm. with regards being involved with IBC, being there at the events, mm-hmm. helping with whatever we can. It's a collective thing, you know, so you understand how these events are working and put up and just to bring that knowledge back and to try and apply it as good as we can over mm-hmm. year, you know, dealing with Africa and African times, you know, that's 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 just one of those things. <laughs> but uh but yeah dude it's gonna be a sick show. Jeff Hubbard, the whole hub team, they 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 they're gonna be here. and you know part of the IBC mandate is not just bodyboarding, it's about development, it's about tourism, it's about the social economical impact. You know, yeah. and Armanas and you know it's one of the, the, the most sought after tourist destinations in the world. Yeah. People are gonna come and it's it's whale season, so we're gonna do whale watching. There's the Hill and Arda Wine Valley, which is five minutes away. It's the most beautiful place with beautiful mountains and just wine farms. And then mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna go crocodile gauge diving, we're not gonna go Johnny diving because you don't want to do that to the people. Um, because Hans Bay is not very far. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just across the just across the <laughs> bay. You can just put your head out and you see, oh, there's the light up. So, you know, <laughs> so we, we just really want to, you know, show them what it's all about and, you know, mm-hmm. why we have so many world champs here. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've got the Tant Invitational as well, which is just before that. And I've extended yeah. the waiting period to the 16th of August just to try and, you know, catch some of those people, maybe, you know, have a bit more of the international rider contingent would be great for the first time and also I'm trying to put focus on doing a first ever women's tongue here um you know but it will be like the, the likes of Pijoana sorry the, like people that I think can handle it mm-hmm. but if, 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 if there's no pressure on them to serve tongue because tongue is no joke it really yeah. is no joke yeah but, so for um, people you know, that sorry to interrupt you there um, for people that don't know, and even as a South African, I don't really know Walker Bay. What what can we expect? So firstly, why Walker Bay and why Onris? And also, what can people expect from that event in terms of wave style, the way that it breaks? Is it is it a beachy? Is it a reef break? Is it slab? What What is it? Just give us some background on, on the actual break or breaks themselves. Yeah, that's a, it's a, good, it's a good question. So... Walker Bay is is the area that it's called, um, and uh, and Onris, which is a sleepy little, not even a town, but a sleepy mm-hmm. little suburb before Hermanus, and there's the little beach there. So it's a beach break first and foremost. Um, it's a bit of a swell magnet, so it picks up a lot of swell. And there's three different breaks in that bay. It's a small little bay. You get far side, mm-hmm. which if you just jump onto Tristan's uh, Instagram, when he shows talks about a home and this is right hander, and that's far side, super mm-hmm. fun way. Then in the middle on the bigger days, you've got this rolling, big rolling um, wave, like but with a long wall and a big explosive end section, and then you've got on the high tide you get the ripple, which is just off the rocks, you know, so. It kind of covers for all the tides. Mm-hmm. It kind of covers for multiple wind directions for offshore mm-hmm. and 
per crossshore. It's winter time as well, so there's guaranteed to be some big swells rolling in. Um, you know, I'm actually a bit nervous that we might have one or two big storms, and you know, it becomes unsurfable. <laughs> so, well, we'll just we'll just have to see, and I mean, just move into the bay next door. But but yeah, yeah it's a it's a fun beachy. Um, it's crystal clean, beautiful water conditions during winter. A little bit chilly, but I mean, this week been winter but it's not it's like 22 degrees 23 24 degrees not a breath of wind you know mm -hmm. epic waves and tomorrow is like the berg winds blowing yeah and it's like from the mountains at perfect offshore warm winds and then next week we're just getting smashed by another front you know so that's like mm -hmm. that's how it works here in Cape Town you know you get beautiful mm -hmm. days and you get rain and then it goes away and it's all nice again um yeah so unrest it's got everything. So on the beach, just beautiful toilets, two great restaurants. You sit in the restaurant by the bar and you're literally watching the waves. So you can watch the people surf while having a beer. Um, it, it's as good as it gets in terms of having a setup with everything there. Then we're going to be closing off some of the roads and just going, we're going to have like a big marquee section. We're going to have some uh, merch stands. We're going to have some built on for sale. We're doing a limited edition Walker Bay Lager and a, and a um, far side uh, a far side beer from the good people at Falcon Good. Um, this is one of the award winning beers. Uh, nice. Dr. Dracula. And uh, yeah, so we make a limited, lots of cool limited things for the event, like you know, putting some nice touches on some things here and there. So mm -hmm. yeah, for, for for people that hasn't been to to South Africa yet. It's just a great place to come and mm -hmm. experience the coastal life. Mm -hmm. You know, from there on, we're going to be doing some safaris. We'll be going lion watching. We're going to go to Aquila and there's the big five is there. You know, rhinos, elephants, hippos, lions, leopards. They're a bit tricky to, uh, to see. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. the first time, you know, people can, you know, see these animals up close. It's Yeah. Yeah, and it's cheap. It's 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 a very affordable place to come to. You know, yeah. so there's a lot to expect. It's a big show. Um, I'm really working with with the live streaming team over here. You know, we're doing we're putting in a lot of time and effort to do that, and having time to ride on the heels of that, you know, just kind of sweetens the deal a bit. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very I'm cool. It absolutely does. And um, obviously, first ever uh, World Tour event in South Africa, you've got quite a lot to live up to, especially coming off the back of the the really successful uh, Chilean leg. So big pressure. Yeah. No, that's true. But you know what? I'm, I'm I'm not alone in this. You know, I've got the entire support yeah. of the IBC crew. You know, the guys are, we, we talk almost every single day. We try and, you know, try and improve and try and, you know, we're going to have to compromise certain things. We're going to have to which is just what it is. It's just first event of its kind here. We want to just put up a good show, make it work, and then we've got a product that we can sell and develop, you know, mm -hmm. which is which is fantastic. And, you know, to have the support of all the promoters, you know, Juliana from Itaquachara, Dan from from um, the front on, I got Arturo and Glenn on my side, Mati from... from um, Arika, you know, this is these dudes are they are legends, man, and they all mm -hmm. share the same view. And you know, just just it's really cool 
to have that support where I can pick up the phone and it's like, Dan, how do you do this? How do you do that? And Dan, Dan's a chief, man. He's he's been in this game for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's perfected that front on show down to the T. And yeah. uh, it's an endless bit of wisdom. So we all we all do this for the bigger picture. We all do this for you know for one reason, and that's to to put on a solidified tour for next generations. For mm-hmm. that that that's our legacy. We want to be able to leave something behind that is you know feeding the kids, bringing kids up, and just developing the sport continuously and having a sustainable tour. Whenever that is, you know we don't know, but. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're working, hopefully, and we can hopefully achieve it as well. Dude, that's sweet, Matt. Really stoked. And um, like I say, I've I've absolutely enjoyed the product this year. So you're doing a great job. And that's not me brown nosing. It is. I've just really enjoyed it. So um, thank you and well done. Um, yeah, I've been, it's been fun, man. It's been fun. <laughs> Let's jump onto a little bit. We've spoken world tour, like, Jesus, for nearly an hour, but... Let's jump yeah. onto your story very quickly. What was your journey into uh, into commentating? So a bit of background. How did you get into it? And um, where does Mumbles come from? How did you pick up that nickname? Because it's kind of ironic. Yeah, it is kind of ironic, isn't it? So uh, um, how I kind of got into it is, oh, bro, I don't know, I'm going to have a big mouth on me sometimes. And then <laughs> at some of the bodyboarding events here in South Africa, many years ago, like, there was this at one Cape Classic. It was a speaker with a with a uh, I don't know, freestanding speakers with a what was it? Like a karaoke speaker. Yeah. And uh, it was left unattended, and I just started talking shit, and they started just like blah blahing, and then giving some <laughs> info in the water, and then like I think it was Pat. I mean, Pat's been part of bodybuilding since I don't know, Vietnam or Second World War. She's been around for so long, and uh, yes, and then it's just like. Yeah, hey, you want to come to this event? And then started getting invited to uh, West Coast Classic and SA Champs and events in Durban and then the Cave Rock um, events came up and I went to them, ratting them, got me down there. And then it just kind of developed from there, dude. Like it just weirdly developed and 2016 was was quite cool, yeah couple of events we still had a bit of a tour down the south coast and I was three in Durban and you know Plate was one. Um then Tant the guys at Tant are kind of like, you know, Dylan, can you just would you mind doing the Tant events for us? And didn't know what the hell was going on. Even the first one, this first one. So I've been doing all the all the Tant events. Um yeah, I still try to compete and something like that, but I it's never been like a good competitive bodyboarder like mm-hmm. and i enjoyed surfing along and having fun with the mates and you know, being selective of my ways and you know i'm just one of those guys and uh just just yeah it just kind of like happened like and then first 2018 did harass alex a little bit 2017 and then i had the backing so alex and one day was like who's this guy like, and then like jerry and tristan and ian and Rossi also, yeah, this is Mumbles. Like, give him, you know, if you're looking for someone that can come commentary, give him a shot. He does all stuff back home. And, um, and in between that, I, I did a lot of corporate events, like at the music festival. I did like art exhibitions, like weird stuff, really, like weird stuff. Um, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of 
yeah, I just kind of went from there. And then um, my mate Stu Bradford, he gave me the name Mumbles. But before all of this, like, like I'll speak to him. He's like, what the fuck? What are you saying? Stop mumbling. And it's just, it, I'm not mumbling. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it, that just stuck from there, man. Like, it just, hey, Mumbles, Mumbles. And then, uh, yeah, now it's, uh, now it's the household name. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, I kind of like, yeah, that's how, that's how it came by. Like, and then, you know, the rest is history. Like, got on the world tour and then Ansel Gasta. Just, it just was weird. It's like, it was, it was cool. So, you like, um, yeah, with Tesla, there was many. Don't know, actually realized when I sat down and started talking, it's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And then just kind of <laughs> pretended that, you know, just learning, watching, 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 learning, learning. I was getting like, okay, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, like bang, bang, bang. And just really putting a lot of effort in it and just yeah. having a real good attitude and, you know, being humble and all that. Like, I think that kind of like got me to where I am now. And just like, just not having a big head gets you far, mm -hmm. man. Like, some people with got that type of big head syndrome and, you know, unfortunately the head's got too big for their shoulders and it fell off. <laughs> um, I'm just, you know, if you know what I'm saying. And um, yeah, I did like, geez, it was, uh, it was very, I'm very honored. I'm so honored and I am so lucky and so stoked. And I don't take it for granted to be one of the key presenters for the IBC to be able to talk about bodyboarding in such a, passionate way and such a you know, I just love it you know yeah we, we, we're all learning we're not the best yet but we're getting better mm -hmm. you know and it's the and that's just just how it is you know people mm -hmm. trying to just need to get used to our style and voices and silly jokes and you know, sometimes we do throw a couple of stupid jokes out there but you can't take it too seriously at the end you know and um but it's just so I'm just, just so lucky to be in this position I'm so grateful so I did a podcast with uh, Trish Waters. Uh, was the last podcast that I um, uploaded, and uh, one of her closing comments was, D "We can't take this too seriously because ultimately we ride a piece of sponge on a fucking wave." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like get a grip, guys. Like you ride yeah, a sponge actually, on a wave. Yeah, that like is, that's it. That is it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it is, and. It, uh... People are doing some incredible shit on that piece of sponge, bro. That, yeah, that silly little thing that Tom Moray made 50 odd years ago, it's kind of revolving around our lives. Our lunch. And I mean, bodyboard is giving me at least, I would say, up until now, 80% of the good memories that I've got in my life from traveling around the world, you know, from events, people, friends, experiences, you know, emergency landing on planes, Ethiopia on the way to surf trips and boats hitting reefs on Doggy the Man's boat and dude getting arrested from smuggling drugs. Like, there are so many stories that, that just, you know, bodyboarding has given me so freaking much. And I think for the majority of the people that are doing what you are doing and what I'm doing and what, you know, the guys running the tour, that just because bodyboarding has given them so much in terms of Mm. memories not monetary value but you know good times and memories and things that money just you know won't be able to buy or replace but it's yeah. only just because of that piece of sponge 100 percent hundred percent are you a better bodyboarder than you are a mountain biker because i've gone through your instagram and it seems that you regularly do yourself a mischief on a mountain bike there's a few instances where you've had a run-in with the ems 
Yeah, I've made a, I've made a couple of goodies. Yeah, I've made a, geez, I've made a couple of look, man. Deer mountain biking is no joke. Whether you got a full face on or you're doing cross country racing, yes, I've yeah, dude, I've eaten some solid shit. So I would say it's an even split. Even split, I would, yeah. I, I suck equally at both. <laughs> <laughs> That's know, like, sweet. Yeah, it's a. I'm a. I'm a pro. Uh, no, a pro sucker. Yeah, I'm just a. You know what, dude? I'm just one of those guys who just puts down the visor, and I'll hopefully see you at the bottom. You know, kind of just, <laughs> just just go for broke on every instance. And sometimes it pays off, you know. And then then you look good, but then it uh, yeah, this just doesn't work. Sometimes out. you pay taxes. Yeah, but I actually had a great mountain biking experience with Manny in Itaquachar. We went to um. Petropolis. It's about an hour and a bit away from um, Rio. And he's got a mate there that was a Santa Cruz mountain biking agent. Mm-hmm. And I was in 2018. And he didn't know that I was a mountain biker or that I can ride a bike. And Manny also, in his younger days, was part of like a solid downhill scene in San Diego. Anyway, so like, oh, the guys are like, I think I'm just, so I just don't say much. Like, uh, Think I'm this complete cook and I give him his helmet Stealth and I get on a bike and you know we're gonna go to these trails like so I'm like no no we can we can ride like fine like uh, we can you know if there's a big jump I'll just go around it and uh, okay so I'm like so so they trying to look after me a bit I'm playing a bit boy and um, start start descending and I'm like like can you go faster go come like pushing the wheel pushing what can you ride a bike? I do this every day. <laughs> All of a sudden, like standing some jumps, like yeah, that was a that was that was a good day. That was a good day when when you're like, what? I didn't know you can ride a bike. And then a few times you'd be like, yeah, this guy's like a pro mountain biker. But I'm definitely not a pro mountain biker. I just don't want to be one because um, I fall too much. But yes, I think it's a 50-50 split in terms nice. of uh, my suckability. But yeah, so I love it. Yeah, it's sick, dude. It's so much fun. Because when it's offshore, I'm in the water. I, I would like to be in the water more. And then yeah. when it's the ways in summertime, dude, what better than we so blessed with mountainous terrains here and mm-hmm. you know, great riding uh, that that just, just kind of becomes your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Um, and then a final question for you, just before we wrap it up. You recently did on Instagram, you did a celebrity lookalike challenge, and your celebrity lookalike is Ariana Grande. Is that who she is? How how do you feel <laughs> about that? <laughs> I think she's very lucky to look like to be. Uh, she's very lucky. I think, I think she's very lucky, fortunate for her that um, she's in good company. I mean, this is the money maker after all. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was expecting like I was hoping like Dobby. The elf, or you know, something Sylvester Stallone or Vin Diesel at least, and then and I got her. Dion, aka Mumbles Mayor, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, dude. Super great insight into the world tour. Nice to, to find the backstories about where your name, your your nickname came from, and uh, that you're a pretty sucky bodyboarder and a sucky mountain biker. Thank you so much for for jumping on. That's Such it. an honor. Yeah, Chris, man, thanks, man. And keep it up, dude. It's so much fun. And yeah, you do it again and again.
This episode is brought to you by Red Originals. Click the link in the Slab Bodyboarding Instagram bio to check out their awesome gear. Follow Slab Bodyboarding for regular book stuff. Tag your mates if you dig the content. And thanks for listening. You!